This is Mike the General Zod here at, with Below the Belt Show, and I, I can see uh, I can see uh, our disdainful contempt rising from the seat next to you. Exactly, <laughs> with uh, famed legend and noted curmudgeon. Um, hey, that cut that curmudgeon ages bullshit right here and right now. Okay. Curmudgeon is an insulting thing to call me. I am a contrarian. Okay, curmudgeon contrarian. Implies, curmudgeon implies that I'm irrelevant that I'm worthy of marginalizing, and I'm standing on someone's lawn yelling at kids to get off it. That is just insulting and shitty. Contrarian. Contrarian. Very... Get with it, motherfucker. Okay, then. You asked for this. Of course you know, this I did. Not, you, know, this no, 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 you, know, you didn't lose a bet for this. You know, this is you. <laughs> well, as it is... How are you? I'm doing really well. Till and now. Yes, yes, yes. Although I do, I do feel suitably chastened because... You'll, you'll thank me when you get to be old as, as old as I am. Of course, of course. And uh, so in case you don't know, in case you don't know, I am here with Howard Chaikin. Howard Chaikin is an unbelievably prolific legend in the comic industry. If you're not familiar with him, then you better fucking get, uh, better fucking know. Like he's done, like probably most famous for, like the first thing I think of is American Flag, which is, a comic book from the 80s that, like, you know, combined together all sorts of love of, like, these old pulp comics and great pinup work and extremely extreme cynicism tinged with a little bit of optimism. Skepticism. Skepticism. Okay, well, there you go. And, uh, well, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes. I, I thought it was a foolish and pointless gesture, but I'm glad you did, you know? <laughs> because, you know, regardless of all that, you've you got to be a huge fan of his work. And he's done so much. Like he I, I'm, I'm not an audience pleaser. That's absurd. Well, you got to no, be... No, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, the audience for, for comic books does not particularly care about the work that I do. Uh, I do not have a commercial footprint. I have a, you know, I'm, I mean, and then none of this is not self-deprecation. I know how good I am, it just, but the good I am has nothing to do with the good that the audience wants. The audience has been educated or inoculated into believing that the material is the brand and the talent is irrelevant and that it wants to see its own fantasies portrayed as opposed to having potentially new fantasies introduced to them. So I'm not a, uh, you know, the reason you say legend is because I'm, I've never been a star and never will be. Um, I am a, a difficult sell and, a, and a, an acquired taste. Well, that is, uh, be that as it may, I mean, you're also prolific as hell. And oh, you, I am. I know. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I know how good I am. I'm, I'm very proud of my work. I mean, right. let, 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 lest you think that I'm being... You know, fault, modest, falsely or otherwise, I'm far from modest. I'm an arrogant motherfucker from word one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have mo- mostly have contempt for the audience's tastes, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> is that why, like, uh, for instance, like the uh, one of one of your most recent works that I could think of is Hey Kids Comics? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the I can I can see a little bit of that in some of the characters that you you have in there. Hey Kids is is basically a it's, just to explain it's it's, it's a Roman club. It's a fictional history of the comic book business, which I've said more than once is it's, a lot of it didn't happen, but it's all true. Okay. And um, it's about the the first arc is about the bitterness of the first generation of comic book talent that that basically was what we call the Silver Age. The second arc was about the the impact of EC Comics and my generation. And the third arc, which is in, pr- in production as we speak, is about fandom. 
and its and its impact on comics in general. Because comics is is all about fandom. And that's uh, like you know of those of those three arcs, which do you feel like are is uh, well a like the most cutting and b the most accurate. I don't, I don't make those kind of judgment calls in this one kind of work. It, just, it is what it is. I have no idea. It's a, it's, it's a question that makes no sense. Okay. And that's fair. The, um, so we can, we can also talk about, like, the... Uh, I mean, one of the, th one of the other things that... Like, one of your works is, is said to have uh, saved Marvel Comics, like mm -hmm. your work on the original Star Wars mm -hmm. comic, mm -hmm. because Marvel was nearing the verge of bankruptcy at the mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. and, you know, getting that license with Lucasfilm. Was it Lucasfilm back then? It was still Lucasfilm. What uh, it was Fox. Oh, was it Fox? Okay. The, um, you know, that's literally what saved, uh, what saved the... the you know the company, and mm -hmm. did you? Because uh, I know, like you probably, you probably have some like mixed feelings about that because it was a. Well, big I never profited from that at all. No, not at all. Uh, there, it, the book was published a year or so before the royalty system was in place, so I made an additional fifteen dollars per page flat rate for all of the millions of, of additional reprints. Jesus, really? Um, and, and, and but again, there's justice in that because the work I did was hack work and junk. Um, mm -hmm. but, it, but it happened to be in the service of what what would become uh, the centerpiece, the, the 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 Dead Sea Scrolls, the Old Testament of what is now a secular religion, and um, you know, so so it was kind of like that restaurant where the, the food is terrible and the portions are really small. Um, <laughs> but everyone goes there, right? Well, not in my case. I. Um, I'd like to think that if I'd known it was going to be as big a deal, I would have done a better job on it, but I can't say if that's true. I don't know if I had the skill set to do a better job than I did. Um, but the work haunts me. Does um, it? It's not very good work, but it's work that is beloved by an audience that loves the material that, that, that it depicts. And it's got a sentimental connection with that audience, which I do not share. And that, that audience... You know, it's that, that old, you know, the art. Don't work for money, work for exposure. Well, all the exposure that America, that, that, uh, that, that Star Wars gave me ne never accrued to any of the work that I did after it because the work that I did after it had nothing to do with what that book was about. And the audience wanted that book and again and again. And, um, and I'm just not that interested in doing the same thing over and over again. I, I work in a business of one-trick ponies. And um, I got more, more than one trick. Gotcha. Would you still do any work for hire stuff anymore? Of course. But I haven't in years. I've aged out of both Marvel and DC. Uh, the only reason I would do it is because all the work that I do that I own, I do on spec. And um, I don't bill for work anymore. Um, I'm supporting and, fi and, and financing my own material. Mm -hmm. So if I were to do a job for Marvel or DC, I would go, in, go into my corporate account and would end up financing, paying for my, my audit, my letterer, or my colorist. Uh, on whatever on whatever project that I'm self-financing. I see. So, I see. Okay. But nobody nobody's hammering on my door. No, nobody really nobody's interested in that sort of work. Um, and, and and rightfully so. I'm not that good at it. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not worth spending that the kind of money that, that the comic book business spends on this kind of work to do that sort of stuff because I'm just not that good at it. You know, um, what I'm good at is totally separate and distinct from what the audience likes and wants.
So what would you say that, uh, you know, for someone who doesn't know, know your work, what would you say is that thing that you're good at? When you say you're not good at the, uh, the work for hire stuff or the, if you, were, if you were to have like a thesis statement for that. I'm, I'm good at, I do good historical stuff, I'm good at, I'm good at erotic fiction, I'm good at crime stuff. Uh, I like drawing real people in real places doing real things. And I like to write that. I'm not the best artist who ever lived. I'm not the best writer who ever lived. But the two things together create a synergy that mm -hmm. has value. Um, but again, uh, the value that it has doesn't doesn't identify itself as value to an audience that that accepts Batman as a given. As right. I said earlier today, you know, making adult narrative about this sort of stuff is no is 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 is, is, is as ridiculous as me licensing Curious George and the Man in the Yellow Hat and bringing him back to Africa to, to deal with the crisis of female circumcision. It's ridiculous. Wow. Now that is, that's a quote. All right. Uh, it, finally, like, is there anything that you want to, like, anything you're currently working on that you're, like, truly proud of and want, want our audience to know about? I don't do about? work that I'm ashamed of. Of course. So I'm, it, I'm, I'm not here to, you know, I mean, I'm, Right now, I'm working on the third and final arc of Hey Kids Comics, mm -hmm. which, as I said, is a fictional history of the comic book business, <coughs> uh, which is about fandom. And it's and a great read. It. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Um, so, no, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, it would be nice to have a commercial audience. It would be nice to have a, uh, a commercial footprint, but I'm not interested enough in, in pandering or patronizing the audience to, do, to get such a thing. So I just do what I do and, uh, and hope for the best. All right. Well... Mr. Taken, Howard, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. It was a pleasure. And uh, I always welcome some good-natured roasting. I didn't roast you. I just I, I shut you down from that curmudgeon bullshit. Okay. And it's, it's really, it's incredibly insulting. Okay, and that's uh, and that's fair. And that will cause me to rethink using that word in my. Trust me. In How my old book. are you now? I um, I'm in my forties. Okay, you're in your best decade of your life. Really, you think yeah, so? Absolutely. Um, you will you you will find your forties are the for a man your forties are the best best time of your life. Okay. Everything starts going to going to shit at fifty. <laughs> um, I'll have serious. to I'll have to I'll have to remember that. Keep, keep track. You'll note it. Okay. Well, Mr. Howard, Good thank luck, you man. so much. An absolute pleasure. Thanks, guy. Thank you.